last week, London city politicians endorsed a plan to investigate ways to discourage rent evictions. If approved by council next week, city staff will have a list of ideas ready for the fall. And if they're looking for ideas, they may want to check out what's happening in Hamilton. Hamilton is very close to introducing a first-of-its-kind rent eviction bylaw in the province. It will force landlords to obtain licenses to legitimize uh, repairs uh, they make to their properties. The new legislation forces property owners to apply for a special permit for their rental addresses at a cost of around $700 when they are seeking an N13 notice. This would be a notice to end a tenancy due to a desire to demolish, repair, or convert a rental unit. To talk about this, we're joined by Brian Doucette, professor at Waterloo University who studies housing insecurity. Uh, Brian, I appreciate the time today. My pleasure. Good morning. So how big of an issue is renovations in Ontario? It's one of the biggest factors in uh the steep rise in the cost of rents because once a tenant is removed from a unit there's no rent control when the landlord sets a new rent so in hamilton on wednesday for example we heard stories the city council has heard stories from tenants who saw a unit in their building the tenant was evicted some basic renovations were done very basic stuff and the rent went from about 500 dollars a month to about 1700 dollars a month for the same unit and so this happens a lot to tenants. It falls under the radar. We don't talk about it. We're talking about it more, which is a, a good thing, but we don't talk about it. It doesn't show up in statistics, right? Um, but it's a, a huge issue all across the province. What makes it hard to track in some cases? I guess you know there are some legitimate reasons uh, to do this, and um, but not always they're, it's not always they're legitimate. And I guess increasingly we're seeing maybe some illegitimate reasons to do this. Yeah, so there are there are definitely instances where um, you know landlords follow the normal procedures, go through, uh, things are done in in good faith. But what my research and, and a lot of others have, have shown is that you know the instances where these evictions have a court hearing and they're enforced by the courts that represents such a tiny fraction of the tenants who are displaced from their homes from their apartments from their communities. So there's all sorts of things that that we find that are happening to get tenants out um, that don't that, that happen before you get to it actually being a formal eviction. Things like offering a few thousand bucks or a few months rent, you know, for the keys and, and to leave and some tenants take that, right? Because they can see the writing on the wall. They can see the landlord wants them out. We see other instances of, of harassment, intimidation neglect of of maintenance in the property i mean that that's not being a bad landlord in 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 many instances that is a strategy to to force tenants out um and that's why bringing in clear rules like these should be things that that you know set clear rules and expectations for everyone and when you don't have clarity it's when you can get these bad faith evictions happening when you do have clarity you do have rules that are not that owner onerous Right, but are meant to crack down on these bad faith evictions. It means that the the landlords that do want to be good landlords, to be good citizens, you know, and when renovation work needs to be done, it provides a clear pathway to ensure that their tenants, the people whose homes, you know, the, the, these are their homes, that they can return back 
once that work is done. And that's what makes this, this bylaw in Hamilton uh, unique in Ontario, not unique in Canada, but unique in Ontario, and hopefully very effective in cracking down on, you know, simply displacing and evicting people from your home, from their homes, because you want to do some basic renovations and then they're gone. And then you can rent it out to somebody else at much, much higher rents. What do you make of the bylaw in Hamilton? Is it a good idea? I think it's a very strong bylaw. I think um, it is definitely, you know, if, if the city council ratifies it uh, next week, Hamilton will have one of the best tenant protection, anti-renovation bylaws in all of Canada. And you said at the outset, you know, your city council in, in London is looking into this. I mean, Hamilton will show other Ontario communities how to do it. Uh, and especially a single tier municipality like London and, and Hamilton, a lot of the regulatory framework um, is is laid out and clearly explained in this bylaw. The bylaw is very detailed. One of the best things about this bylaw is that in normal situations, a tenant is evicted and they have the right of first refusal to return to the unit when the renovation is complete. But the onus of responsibility to exercise that right under the current situation falls solely and squarely on the tenant. And that just heightens this power imbalance that we have in general between landlords and tenants. What the Hamilton bylaw does and why it will be so effective is that it binds the landlord and tenant together throughout the whole process. So there has to be an agreement if the tenant wants to return when the renovation is done, an agreement up front, and the landlord will have to either provide an alternate accommodation Right. They have a number of buildings. Say, OK, well, we need to renovate your unit. Here is a, a unit that you can live in. Same rent that I also own while the work's being done. Or if they can't do that, they provide a top up uh, to the, the average market rent, the difference between what the tenant was paying and the average market rent to ensure that the tenant isn't at an undue financial burden. But that binds them together throughout the whole process so that when the renovation is done, the tenant returns. And what that does is it provides the clear guidelines and, and expectations for landlords that are doing this in good faith, right? Everyone has clear rules. For landlords that are doing this in bad faith, it should provide enough of a disincentive to stop this, this cruel and unjust practice of kicking people out so you can basically put on a lick of paint. And then I, I gave you the example at the outset from about 500 to $1,700 for the same unit. Um, it hopefully puts an end to that. Are there other options available, or is this the best route, do you think? I'm just curious, you know, because it seems like this is something that London could uh, adopt uh, pretty easily if, if London decides to do this. I, I think, you know, Hamilton has shown the way. Hamilton staff have done a great job doing research. You know, they've been pushed as well, right? That uh, Advocates and, and housing um, uh, tenants organizations in Hamilton, Acorn Hamilton was, was the big one. Uh, really pushing the city to do this. And they've done a very good job. They have provided a template that I think other cities can can emulate, especially the single-tiered ones. Here in Waterloo Region, where, where I live, we have councillors looking at this. We have ACORN Waterloo and, and other advocacy groups that are pushing for it. For us, it's a little bit different because we're a two-tier, um, we have a two-tier municipal structure. But in London, it should be fairly straightforward to say, well, this is what Hamilton has done. Let's come on board and maybe look at ways of improving, right? This is what I said in, to, to uh, the, the General Issues Committee on Wednesday when I was speaking. I said, pass this now, but continue to, 
to look at how you can improve it in the future. And I think that's a good approach. But yes, there's, you know, if, if cities want to do it, we have a model that I think is very, very strong, um, an Ontario-based model. New Westminster in British Columbia was the first uh, jurisdiction in Canada to do this in 2019. And they basically ended renovations in, in that city, just outside Vancouver. And in 2021, they actually repealed their bylaw because the province of British Columbia uh, modified the residential tenancy uh, agreement in the province to basically bring in the same kind of anti-renovation rules province-wide. That's what I'd love to see in Ontario. And it starts with one city and hopefully multiple cities bringing in these bylaws themselves and, and it's snowballing from there. It's quite interesting. Brian, appreciate the time. Thank you very much. My pleasure. Thank you. That's Brian Doucette, professor at Waterloo, Waterloo University who studies housing's insecurity. We need to pause when we return more of The Morning Show with Devin Peacock on 980 CFPL.